Hello, and welcome, listeners, to Monster Dear Monster, a podcast where we explore monsters throughout all media. Today, I'm joined by both of my co-hosts, Dave. Hello. And Cameron. hey Uh, How are you boys doing today? Still alive. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll echo that sentiment. It was a long week, but it's the weekend now. Yay. <laughs> it is the weekend, and uh, for this episode, we will be continuing our conversation on Netflix, uh, The Dark Crystal, Age of Resistance. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, as is our custom... We will be delving into <laughs> our, our custom and our curse. Yeah, basically. Uh, yes, because because <laughs> one day that list will expire, and so shall we all. Um, <laughs> mm. uh, something so like that. The new Lord of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Praise Zaga. Uh. <laughs> As is our custom, we will be uh, looking at one of the legendary creatures of Japan, or as we like to refer to them, yokai. And by we, I mean people who talk about mystical creatures, mystical creatures (laughs) in Japan, not just us. Mm. Um, So as, as our resident random number generator, Dave. Roll up. 15. And we're on the letter N. Yes, because, because, hey, because we did the what? other ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot starting with J. Okay. <laughs> we will it's... we will we will actually need to soon need to search for a another list of we're, we're gonna have to find another list. We yeah. we've we've gone through like Four times now, we're running out. Mm. We're running mm. out. Send us lists. Or we start our own documentary. Where I'm we just going to start. We're just going to start. And interesting. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so send us money. <laughs> because that's not free. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start a Patreon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what number for in was that, Dave? 15. 15? Uh, okay. That would be uh, the Nuraki Abe. The Nurikabe. There we go. Nurikabe. <laughs> oh my god, he's cute. Oh, he's just a big pug thing. Um, <laughs> he's a large boy. <laughs> yeah, it's a large boy. Um, so the Nurikabe is a yokai from Japanese folklore. Its name translates as plaster wall and it is said to manifest as an invisible barrier that impedes or misdirects travelers walking at night. Sometimes referred to in English as the wall or Mr. Wall. No, no, no one says that. <laughs> Mr. Wall is my father. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Mr. Okay? Wall was my father, and I personally prefer Professor Wall. Thank you very much. Mm, I earned my doctorate. Dr. Uh, Dr. Wall. <laughs> Dr. Wall. 
Um, this yoko is described as quite tall to prevent people from climbing over it and wide enough to dampen any attempts to go around. Uh, let's see. Manga artist Mizuki Shigeru claims to have encountered a Nurakabe in New Guinea, <laughs> inspiring the Nurakabe character in his manga, Gegege no Kitaro, which I think, Dave, you're a fan of the show. I don't know if you've read the book, read the, uh, the manga there. No, not yet. <laughs> Oh, I may have like looked at a little bit of yeah. it. It's uh it's fun. There's a lot there's a lot going on there. Mini mini mm. okay. <laughs> All right, let's see. Uh Leonard, would you like to talk about the mythology a bit? Yes, yes I would. The Norikabe takes the form of a wall, usually invisible, that blocks the path of travelers as they're walking, as 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 you do. Um, yeah, it'd be really dark if it took the form of an invisible wall for travelers riding by carriage. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold your tone there. <laughs> With the exception of uh, Mitsuki uh, Shuguru's experience in New Guinea, most legends and accounts of the Norikabe come from the Kishu uh, in the uh, Ota uh, Fuki, Fuku, Fukuka prefectures. Fukuka. Yeah, yeah. Some iterations of the legends say that trying to go around the wall is futile as it extends forever. Others say that knocking on the bottom left part of the wall with a stick will make it disappear, but that knocking on the upper part of the wall yields no results. It has been suggested. It's been suggested. So, just, just yeah, not 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 confirmed. It's been suggested that the legend of the Nurikabe was created to explain travelers losing their bearings on long journeys. Mm. Uh, sure, any any excuse. Yeah. Um, mm. um, some Nurikabe like. Nurikabe-like experiences that have been recorded have been attributed as the doing of a tanuki, known yes. as the tanuki no Nurikabe, <laughs> the, the plaster wall tanuki. Uh, yeah. <laughs> these, these happenings, instead of involving a wall, are instances where travelers suddenly cannot see in front of themselves. <laughs> I mean, uh. <laughs> Dave, uh, do you have anything in uh, your your voluminous tomes of uh, on this yokai? Yes, the hour of meeting evil spirits has uh, yielded a result. So, if you would like to cover that last paragraph, Cameron. Alrighty. So we've got in popular culture. The Nurakabe has been explicitly referenced in several forms of pop culture. Uh, there is a Nurakabe named Nurakabe in Mizuki Shigeru's Gegege no Kitaro. Uh, the main function of the character is to be a shield to protect other members of the Kitaro family. Uh, he attributes this to when he met a Nurakabe in New Guinea during World War II, uh, as well as to the writings of Kunio Yanagita. Uh, his illustration gives it a more physical and anthropomorphic form with arms and legs rather than a more traditional invisible wall concept. Uh, um, in the Yokai Watch video games, there's a Nurakabe character, No Way, 
who looks like Mizuki's version with arms and legs. Uh, the no ways Japanese name in Yokai Watch is Murikabe, a portmanteau of Nurikabe and the word Muri, meaning no way or impossible. Uh, it has also appeared in other adaptations of the series. Uh, in Neo, the video game, Nurikabe act as secret walls and they are creepy as hell. <laughs> and they, they like to squish you. Mm, yeah, if you don't show them the correct emote. <laughs> yeah. That was how that worked, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, God. Yep. God. Is it a Neo bow coming, boys? I'm or an that. angry? Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, and finally, there is a logic puzzle called Nurikabe, wherein boxes are filled in around numbers to create walls, thus forming islands corresponding to the numbers. Uh, it looks to be a reverse minesweeper. <laughs> <laughs> is all I can say for that. I have no idea how I would solve that otherwise. Um, yeah, so that, that's all the information. The uh, premium source of Wikipedia has to offer. <laughs> what have you dredged up from the depths, Dave? Let's find out what this entry says. It is Nurikabe. Translation. Painted wall. Habitat. Mm -hmm. Coastal areas. Encountered on dark streets and alleys. Diet. Unknown. Because these yokai are usually said to be invisible, little is known about the true form of Nurikabe. During the Edo period, however, artists began to illustrate this creature... They gave it an appearance somewhat between a grotesque, fantastic beast and a flat white wall. Modern representations of the Nurikabe depicted as a plain gray bipedal wall with vague facial features. Behavior. Nurikabe appear mysteriously on roads late at night. As you are walking, an enormous invisible wall materializes right before your eyes and blocks your way. There is no way to slip around <laughs> this yokai. Nurikabe extend as far to the left and right as you may try to go. There is no way over them, nor can they be knocked down. However, it is said that if you tap a Nurikabe near the ground with a stick, it will vanish and allow you to continue on your way. Origin. The true nature of the Nurikabe is surrounded in mystery. Based on its name, it seems to be related to other household spirits known as Sukumogami, it has also been suggested that Nurikabe are simply another manifestation of shape-shifting Itachi, uh, or Tanuki. Mischievous Tanuki are said to enlarge their, their magical scrotums into an invisible oh, wall no. oh, in no. order to play pranks on unsuspecting <laughs> humans. Thank I don't you. like this anymore. I don't like this anymore. Haha, <laughs> <laughs> you got pranked. <laughs> the prank, bro. <laughs> Uh, okay. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> okay. So that was the entry in the hour of being evil spirits. Mm. Yeah. Thanks for that. I got pranked right there at the end. I think. <laughs> um. Thank you, Dave, for your contribution to uh, Yokai of the Week. I tried. I tried really hard. Ba, 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 it was good. It was good. You brought us. You brought us the actual physical structure of the wall, which I will not deign to mention. <laughs> <laughs> That's because it's already been mentioned. All right, um, <clears throat> Leonard. Yes, we are. What, uh, are we, what, what did we cover today? What episodes of this <sighs> phenomenal? Puppet Majesty show. 
Mm. <laughs> puppet, puppet majesty is is a combination of words that I don't like um, slapped together. <laughs> um, yes, we are, we are continuing our look at uh, the dark as mentioned earlier, the dark crystal mm-hmm. age of resistance. Uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if you've been following our coverage of this, you will know that we left off on episode uh, five last time. She knows all the secrets and we will be covering episode six and seven, uh, six Mm -hmm. by Gelfling hands, Gelfling hand and episode seven time to make my move. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, the, the pause just, is important there. Just say it. Just say <laughs> it. <laughs> Smite it out. <laughs> oh, um, so, yes, uh, we will be talking about uh, By Gelfling Hand, because it would be weird if we jumped to episode seven yeah. and then covered episode six. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, <laughs> oh, I thought, it would, I thought you said it was to be weird if we covered By Gelfling Foot instead first. <laughs> um there's actually a, a decided absence of gelfling feet in this they they didn't look at, mm-hmm. they didn't want to like focus on their legs this time oh yeah <laughs> they're like this isn't this isn't working as much as we thought we're just gonna like look at the top of the gelflings the dark crystal is directed by quentin tarantino no mm, that's too many feet um yeah, although I mean, it does get pretty hyper violence and in, intense <laughs> intrigue in this couple of episodes. So <laughs> there's a lot going on. A lot happens mm. in, just in episode six. I I, yeah. I too I too enjoyed the ep part in episode seven, Cameron, where the Gelflings mm. broke into the theater and shot all of the Skeksis <laughs> with machine guns <laughs> for five minutes straight. Oh my god. <laughs> That would be beautiful. Someone please, someone please make that a reality. <laughs> they call him uh, the bear gelfling. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, so, uh, unlike uh, uh, most of the previous episodes, there is no um, <laughs> calming entrance. Uh, uh, no. In- Nope, it starts immediately where the last episode ended, which is um, uh, the Almaldra has been violently murdered and left Mm -hmm, to die on mm -hmm. the floor. And the Skeksis are rounding up most of our heroes to be drained of their essence. Um, Essence. (laughs) Yes. Uh, it's Cameron. Still, still do you want to? You want to? You want to talk about this this opening sequence a little bit? Uh, um, it's a little jumbled and confused uh, <laughs> because there's just Gelfling running everywhere. Um, but, but we get we get a pretty good, I would say, uh, what is this like a mini heist of attempting because you know a bunch of people get rounded up onto the big carriage thingamajig effectively uh it's you know many of the almadras uh paladins and deet and hop and bria uh because uh celadon celadon yes. was that her name yes good yes. I, I, yes. I, I want to get names right 
but there's so many names. <laughs> um, <laughs> so many fantasy names. Yeah, yeah. Zelenon says, you know, yeah, they're treasonous, they're traitors. This is why my mother was killed. <laughs> off, off they all go. Take them with you, great lord Skeksis. Do whatever you will with them, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. She's she just she just loves Skeksis. This girl, uh, apparently. Um, and but we we get a we get a sort of a little carriage heist going where um, Rian and company uh, free everyone from the carriage. And this is a lot of oh god, sorry, my brain just turned off. Oh god. <laughs> we get we get the uh, the the. F- the full introduction of lore because he comes yes up. Uh, yes <laughs> start the carriage start the carriage i can't <laughs> lore's yes, just and holding some, it up by the back wheel some <laughs> ineffectual skexies happening mm-hmm. yeah i i, yeah, I do like the particular point that the ritual master says my carriage which leads me to believe that he Gexies has a carriage specifically made for themselves because oh, they're yeah. selfish jerks. Um, oh, so yeah. I they wouldn't share I, one. <laughs> I just wanna, I just want like, I wish there was like a Jay Leno Skeksis that's like, here are all the classic carriages that I keep <laughs> and maintain. Oh, just God. they each have roly poly beetles, yes, ready to tw- be tortured. <laughs> 20, 20 different armorlings. Here's my blinged out ones. Here's <laughs> my classic Armalu. Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, the the groups all together. Everyone who needs to go to the circle of the three sons is sort of connected with each other, so they're ready to roll off of that. Uh, but before that, uh, there's some shit going down at the castle, Crystal, <laughs> <laughs> as as per usual. Yeah, I don't think that thing has. I don't think it's ever been just a normal, peaceful day at that castle, even when people didn't know about it. So yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so you know, um, the Crystal Guard are kind of in with the program now. After the whole big uh, dream fasting show, finally everyone learns just how awful the Skeksis are, um, and they are very promptly put down by the Skeksis as well, um, because they kind of make the question. Yeah, they had a traitor, but it still kind of makes me question why they needed guards so badly if with just the smallest amount of preparation they can take out all the Gelfling guards themselves. Well, they are like three times the size of a Gelfling individually. Yeah, that's true, I suppose. It always seemed like the only ones that would be competent in a fight to me was like the general and maybe the Gormand. That's just because he likes to kill things and eat them, I think. Uh, <laughs> and he's and he's a big boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He can take a stab. <laughs> um, but yeah. No, so the uh, the guard, uh, including Princess Tara, um, are put down and captured, and they are beginning to be drained. Um, and uh, we we get a we get a debauchery going here because suddenly they have this excess essence and so it's clearly time for a big old party um and it's it's pretty horrific <laughs> uh, we, get, yes. we get we get the return of skexil mm, because the, mm. the chamberlain has tried to go do more shenanigans um trying to get back <laughs> his power because the general mm. took it over 
and he he visits the Stonewood clan who um they already got the memo they're they're first yeah. in line to uh, stand up against the the Skeksis and they pelt him with stinky berries <laughs> <laughs> yeah were they peach berries I think they said something like that but apparently they smell horrendous and yeah yeah and they hurt because he's Mm. whining Mm. his prime yes I I don't know but he was like he was saying (laughs) ow I think he was getting hurt but mostly it's his pride I mean yeah definitely the pride is the important thing for a Skeksis here um yeah so yeah so he comes back he's like oh yeah, look at all the essence. Something terrible has happened because the general's incompetence. The Stonewoods are rising up, and it's like, uh, all, all the other Skeksis are honestly pretty chill about this. Like, you know, the, the generals just mean the general's mistake, as you put it, means we just we can just kill the Gelfling and drain them. It's fine. Uh, we'll keep the Podlings to do stuff. Yeah. Yes. Mm. <laughs> the, why the... bother? Why bother hiding <laughs> now that everyone knows we're evil? Yep. Because we were barely hiding it to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Again, amazing this has gone on for a thousand trying already. <laughs> oh, yes. And it is worth mentioning that uh, 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 slightly before all of this takes place in Hurrah, Celadon uh, sends uh, six wind shifters sifters, uh, with the pieces of her mother's crown, soon to be her crown uh, to the mm. other Maldras to re- return them and and essentially uh, crown her as the uh, new Al Maldra. That's probably mm. my one of my favorite bits of lore that they've they've done. Just this idea of this living crown that you send mm. the pieces of off to all the people that are supposed to to give fealty to you. Yes, and they, yeah. they have to come yeah. back with those. The, the, you're making them journey all the way back to to do obeisance. Um, <laughs> it's a really cool idea. Um, mm. However, it doesn't mm. pan out uh, well. It pans out better than I guess Celadon was aiming for, um, mm. because we find out that two of the tribes uh, are not down with the crown. As it were, <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and we also one of those episodes, huh? yeah. Um, <laughs> we mm. also find out that Celadon has um, branded her mother treasonous. Has not followed for someone that's very strict to tradition. Like she's upholding tradition kind of mm. only only when it suits herself. Um, but she's yeah. supposed to return uh, her mother to to Thra. And instead, she Darth Vader's her, and yep. Yep. Light, you know, lights her on his funeral pyre instead, uh, which is mm. not not the uh, correct way. And it's so this is the Almadra, this position that she's after, and they are hierarchically above the other tribes of Galfling. Yes. Mm. And so there's that there's that order there, but there's still the idea of these other madras. They're still leaders of their their respective tribes. Mm. The um, the amount of like fealty that they're showing to her, and this amount of deference that is like unearned, um, mm. is a little weird. 
but it looks like some of the other mm-hmm. other Madra are younger as well, like they're closer to her age than her mother's age. So I think that has something. Yeah. They, it feels like they're newer Madra, and so when they when they throw in, they cast their lot in with Celadon, basically. Aside from um, two of the tribes, mm. and it's really weird because she's sort of flouting a lot. She ends up flouting a lot of tradition, and the fact that they're mm. still throwing in with her after that is strange. Yeah. So it, it feels like. Um, ultimately, she's she's taking the concept that the Skeksis have declared her Almadra like as a rightful succession um, as a as like a power trip. So she's mm. doing that sort of divine right idea versus yeah. this what's more like a vote because technically anybody from any of the clans can be Almadra. It doesn't have to be. Um, I forgot. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I was just <clears> thinking <throat> to think of their tribe. Um, oh, yeah. Does that be a Vaprin? Yes, it does not have to be a Vaprin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which is which is pointed out um, by the mm. uh, all, all Madra of the stone in the wood. Yes. Mm. Stonewood. Good old, good old, good old Le- uh, Leah Head, Le- Lena, Lena Headling mm. from from Dread and and other. Other, other less family friendly <laughs> properties. <laughs> I mean, even some of this isn't pushing the boundaries. I think. Listen, mm-hmm. I saw I saw TV PG, which means it's fine for kids. Give me those Peter Beetles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and even slightly later in the episode or the next episode. Um. <laughs> yeah. So. They're they're giving her this deference um, because she ends up kind of going the might makes right angle, mm. and she she skexies up her uh, garb, um, declines oh, yeah. she declines the living crown and just is like I made my own crown that's way cooler. <laughs> yep, and I put on my yeah. spooky makeup. Mm. Mm. Um, she's yeah. now queen of the Skeksis. I, I, I wanted, I mm. wanted, I wanted her to just start up whatever counts as like a musical device in in this universe, <laughs> and it's just gelfling Marilyn Manson as she gets dressed. <laughs> <laughs> she, yeah, she went a little emo. Um, <laughs> Hmm. Just a tad, no, just, just a tad, skosh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I, what, what, are saying, what are you saying? What are you saying, <laughs> Dave? I think uh, I think a sharp, pointy crown with a morning veil is very, very. Oh yeah, it's not in. emo. <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> It is. Uh, it is that that it, the, the it's, morning. This, o- this only con- coincided with the um, uh, the rebanding of My Chemical Romance. So <laughs> yeah, not a, not appropriate true. at all. Yeah, fair. They'll pay that out. <laughs> all right. So uh, while all of that is taking place, and believe me, it's actually quite a bit. Um, our, our plucky heroes uh, make their way to the Crystal Desert. 
Um, yes. And 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 have a moment. Brea's like my mom. I, I'm really underselling this, um, but she she has a moment. Yeah, she realized when I said my mom mm. <laughs> like that. She, mom. she has yeah. She 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 feels terrible um, about the her mother's death, and and thinks that maybe if she turns her head fast enough, she can still see her. Deep comforts mm. her and says. We can't go back and and bury your mother or perform the rites, but we can have our own ritual here. It'll be okay. Everyone, everyone preps for the the journey across the uh, the crystal desert. Um, mm. And I believe they create a dream stitch, which is a, yes. a thing. Dave, do you? Is there anything? You are our our resident uh, dark crystal lore master. Uh, is there? Is that a thing that's mentioned anywhere else uh, in any of the other media, or is it a brand new invention? Uh, I'm not sure, and it may have been mentioned in the prequel comic because there was a pretty heavy focus mm. on on death in the beginning of it when um, Agra had to introduce the concept to the Gelfling initially. <laughs> so there could have been something. I'd have to go back and look. I'll, I'll, I'll make sure to double check for next time. Um, All right. It is, however, yeah. a very cool... Uh, this whole sequence is really well done. And yeah, you <laughs> slightly undersold the importance of the, uh, the the grief that she's feeling where she's <laughs> she's utterly willing to like forsake this very important quest they're doing to go back and bury her mother. Like that's yes. how, that's how strongly she's feeling about it. Um, yeah. But instead they hold a, uh, a ceremony of their own with a sort of song in the round um, where they each contribute mm. to the overall song with the same lyrics, just in their own time, uh, including, yeah. including Hup. Yes, who's also there. So mm. I thought that that was a little more interesting because it's not. This makes it feel like it's not just a Gelfling uh, ritual, mm. but yeah, like it's, it's a it's, known it's, it's, thing. It's a, it's a it's a thing that everyone um, participates in or can participate in. Yes, mm. and then the um the the little recording device. So basically, what it's doing is it's taking the she she performs a speech and to kind of kick things off Rian also does a small um uh service for his father because uh, yes his father just also recently passed away um <laughs> uh to to defend Rian in, in the first place so that um that all gets recorded as a message um and is sent off into the who knows where it just goes off into the sky yep Mm -hmm. Although we, although we, we, we find out exactly where it goes, but um, <laughs> it's <Wow. laughs> it's a very it's a very touching moment. Yes. Mm. And then what happens aside from that noise? <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, oh yes, Agra. Uh, Agra catches up with the the archer. Um, mm -hmm. Yes, and uh, they uh, uh, 
Uh, she, she, <laughs> she, he, he, he she's just like, wants a uh, snack. He wants to eat his snack. Yep. Uh, he, hmm. he, he just wants a snack and she wants him to, um, murder Kekmal. <laughs> hmm. Basically, basically, eh, not murder, just like, well, sacrifice himself for his other half. Right. For the de- yeah. defeat of his yeah. other half is what is implied. Hmm. Um, and he's like, mm, I'm not entirely sure that I can do that. I'm, I'm a pretty good archer, but I'm, I'm also slow. That's, that's kind of the thing about us ancients. Yeah. And he's pretty zippy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he, is. I think he's is, probably is the, the most energetic thing that is in this series. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sec maybe second to the potling that didn't want to put its pants back on. But yes. it, yeah, that was mm. the fast one. <laughs> um. In. Uh. Anyway. Uh, not anyway. Uh, moving on. That it sounds so condescending to say. In, anyway, anyway. Look, anyway. Look, uh, enough of that. Enough of that, guys. Uh, this is what's happening here. This is important. Uh, in Harar, the uh, other Maldra, Madras arrive for uh, Celadon's coronation, um, and. It almost goes okay until uh, Madra Farah is like, yeah. Mm. So, <laughs> so I spoke to Rihan, and he said that the Skeksis were super evil, and then I dreamfasted with them, and the Skeksis were super evil. So I'm not really feeling giving you this piece of this crown. <laughs> So she, gets cha- she gets challenged to a uh, um, a race, yeah, which, yeah. Which, which they do. Uh, it's a thing. Like you're able to do these challenges, but I guess it's been quite a while since someone's done this. I think they they have to guess the last time that this has happened, um, and it's also dangerous. And people know, like this is the confusing part. So they know that Celadon is. She's not really all Madra material, if they're mm. being honest. And they, they are to themselves, but not overall. Like, they're again, they're just paying so much deference to her position in the or the, the, the tribe's reputation, I guess. Yes. Because they're saying, oh, you know, be, uh, you're going to do this race. Just be careful because she's totally just going to cheat. Mm. She'll, she'll, it's, it's more like she'll do whatever she has to do to win, which means. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Someone could die in this race. Mm, mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, and yes, that, and that, that's the a... point. That's the point where Celadon uh, says, oh, I got to go prepare for the race and then puts on her. Yeah. Skeksis garb. Yes. <laughs> her pu- dark purple lipstick and a morning veil, like you said, and her big petticoats. And it's like, this seems impractical. But. Uh, if it makes you feel more suited for the position, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Dress for the job you want, not for the job you. <laughs> There's even I like mean, she I... even puts on fake wings, like bigger mm. 
bigger, huge wings. I mean, I mean, I mean, if if you're essentially a queen, all you get to do is is sit around in a fancy dress and and make decisions. So I think she's mm. she's, she's right on track. And granted, she won't be doing much sitting since her throne's been destroyed when Lore broke mm. out of the underground. Yeah, table. that's true. <laughs> um. So, uh, let's see. Oh, yes, we return to the Crystal Desert. Uh, Dave, I'm actually slightly sketchier on this part. Um, this is when we... Uh, we uh do we so they're they're back at the crystal the crystal sea and yes. they 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 notice kind of where they have to go but it's really far away and they're trying mm. to figure out how they're going to get across this scorching desert on foot at that distance um yeah. but uh they are they are saved sort of um, by the arrival of uh, a, a Dusan, um, I don't know what the scouting party. I'm not sure what this actual yeah. what they do. I don't know. Uh, but it's Rekir mm. who is uh, in a group with two other Dusan, and they arrive mm. on a giant flying manta ray. Yeah, it's just a big flying ray. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it is pretty cool, and the Dusan, I think, and their overall design is some of the more interesting designs for the uh, Gelflings as on a whole. Mm. Uh, oh they, yeah, they've got a lot of they're they're obsessed with death, as Rion says, um, and that, <laughs> uh, despite the fact that the group is trying to, they've formed their fellowship and they're working together, and they're 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 they've aligned for one purpose. That doesn't erase like the years of upbringing of them having prejudices against other Gelflings, like other tribes. Yes. Mm. So yeah, they're still they're not immune to um, some of the overarching stereotypes that the tribes mm. kind of just have in their own minds. Um, an example of this is Rihanna's. <laughs> hyper wary of anything to do with the Dusan. He's like, they're they're obsessed with death. It's that's crazy. And so he's like, oh, okay, dude, you guys just totally did a super long um, funeral, uh, right? So who's obsessed with death here? Um, he's like, he gave you a necklace made of bones. Um, you know, he's just he's just not having it. Um, but they're mm. open-minded enough that they're not allowing that to, like, stop them from doing what they got to do. Uh, right. And yeah. the uh, Rekir, the, the Dusan representative, um, I think he's, like, their head warrior. That's what it turned out to be. Um, mm -hmm. But he had uh, received the um, wind thread, whatever it was called. <laughs> I don't remember. Mm. Uh, the little memo. Yeah. The, the death memo. Yeah. Um, oh, Yes. And he was impressed with the sincerity of the message that Bria um, had put forth in it uh, and mm. has arrived to pay respects um, to her and then the passing of her mother and says that he's willing to do them a favor. Uh, and in his mind, mm. that favor is to take them to the um, something springs. It's like a 
fancy. The, the wellspring. Yeah, the wellspring. Well so it's a, it's a, yeah. yeah, it's like a nice place. Uh, and of course, they're like, no, we need to go to the Circle of the Suns. And he mm, to the bad thinks place. That's, yeah, he thinks that's, like, that's a bad idea. How about we just go to the springs instead? And she, of course, convinces him otherwise. And that's where the episode ends. Because mm-hmm. I'm leaving to. Uh, leaving to fly <laughs> across the desert and potentially get airsick. Yeah. Yes. Poor hop. <laughs> yeah, it's... I guess we'll cut to the chase. The next episode, time to mm. make my move, uh, opens with a, <laughs> um, a dark crystal rendition of Team America puppet puking. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's it's great. No, it's horrible, and it goes on for like five minutes. Oh yeah, it took up way too much time of the episode. <laughs> uh, it's it's um, hot, it's hot yeah. vomiting for a, a while. At least it's mm. it's off screen, but the noise mm. is not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <sighs> And they arrive just outside of the circle of the storm, uh, sun, um, just in time for a a a a, a sandstorm, a life threatening sandstorm. It's like a lightning sandstorm. It's even worse. Yeah. yeah. And and I like to assume that because it's called the Crystal Desert, that the sand is just crystal shards. Well, there's yeah. there's so, chunks of crystal shards. At the mm. minimum, yes, yeah, um, a, a lot of a lot of bad stuff that you don't want whipping around you at no. hundreds no. of miles per hour with that light, lightning infused. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, but fortunately, they've got Lore, the ever uh, handy dog protector. <laughs> Record player. Stone Golem. Record player Golem. It's everything. <laughs> everything you need. Everything you need. One autonomous mm. object. Well, multiple autonomous objects, actually. Um, yeah. Who manages to uh, climb up the side of the uh, uh, Circle of the Sun because it is a, a huge plateau um, mm-hmm. in the middle of the desert. Uh, with uh, clearly uh, the, a, a mystical spot right on top, and they make it there, and are greeted by Andy Samberg Skexis. <laughs> That's about right. <laughs> he's uh, he's he's going to eleven the whole time, and it was mm. it was a bit much. <laughs> I, 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 after a while, I yeah. think I was okay, but the first just minute or so i was like okay why why is this happening he has to prove he's not overtly malicious so you can only do it by being awful enough because he's still a skexus <laughs> yep yeah with which like is... a bell jammed into his head it's really weird which is actually kind of kind of an interesting concept which is even when they're not outright hostile and and evil they are just innately negative influences well not mm. like have an innately negative 
like air about them because that's mm. essentially what they are. They, they, it is their part of their nature, even mm. when when they're not not <laughs> creating like gelfling genocide by drinking them all up. So I think that that was actually <laughs> kind of a really interesting way to to take that. Yeah, yeah no, mm-hmm. it's it's on point. I mean, he is off putting. <laughs> yeah. Like in a oh yeah, he's just in a grading way. It's like yeah, you don't really want to hate. Yeah. You can see you can see why he may have been exiled. Like regardless, because he's mm. annoying. <laughs> that yeah. may be why ultimately they kicked him out. They're just not having it. Yeah. I, to be honest, I'm just... surprised. I'm surprised they let the Chamberlain stay around as long as they do because he's tough, <laughs> tough to. Uh, he's tough to party with, and this guy is taking that to like another level. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just with the with the puppetry, I think it's just the eye movements where he'll pose and then it's the perfect eye movement of him just checking that everyone's looking at him posing. Yeah. It's <laughs> so great, but it's so awful. <laughs> like please stop. Well, because he has the little beady eyes. Um, yeah. But yeah, he like it it's I'm trying to think of it reminds me of something else and I don't know I can't place like a reference that this reminds me of mm. fair must be some kind of cartoon thing like a oh yeah it's not yeah, garfield definitely. but it's something like that where mm. they just it seems like he'd pose and stop and if it's any other form of media there would be like a little bit of sweat like why he's like please mm. look at me <laughs> like it's was my performance was perfect um <laughs> do you guys see that did you see it yeah yeah, yeah. he's putting on a show yeah, he hasn't he's, had visitors he's, for a while. He's showboating the whole time. It's great. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. And then he gives the party a, a a a another shock by introducing him, uh, introducing them to his other half, his ancient. Mm. Uh, the, yeah. Uh, to Urgo. 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 Yeah. 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 The wanderer. Um, which seems like a nightmare. Um, that seems mm. like a, like like the worst thing on the planet to have to live with, like <laughs> actually actively room with like the light half of your personality. That seems like a <laughs> real bad deal. I mean, Especially when the light, ha- the light well. half of your personality is Eeyore, so this is not going mm. <laughs> Yeah, true. Uh... <laughs> Uh, uh, then uh, they make an interesting pair. We'll leave, yes. leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. They do put on a really good opera, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. All that um, mystic throat singing. <laughs> yes, they 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 have to, now that they've got visitors, uh, they, they have to uh, prepare the surprise, which of all the things, if that's the thing that you've been waiting for, for... 379 trine that you would have mm. had had it at least partially set up before people nah. arrived well everything so, uh, everything was made they just had to like you know arrange it <laughs> mm. needed a potling slave to help stuff like that. yeah hey, it's a friend slave okay <laughs> yeah <Friend's> exactly <laughs> Uh, yeah, uh, but they they put on a little play, uh, and 
eventually uh, reveal a bunch of important information for the Gelfling, uh, namely, Skeksis are aliens, and they used to be singular beings with the mystics, uh, but when they stole the crystal off of Orgra by getting her hooked on her orrery, uh, they, they got a little internal tussle over how evil they were being and split into the two separate creations. And now they wish to be back together, at least in this case, um, Skekra and Ergo want to be back together because every moment as one, uh, as two separate beings is agony compared to being one or whatever. They, 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 they want to they get back to being the, uh, the Urskek? The Urskek, yeah. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and honestly, I think this this episode in general was my favorite one of the entire series so um but the stuff of them like divulging this ancient secret law through a stage play and through like puppetry and stuff was so good i loved it so much yes the ancient <laughs> art of puppetry done yes. by a puppet ancient and sacred art of yes. puppetry i think is important that like it's like a little meta just a tiny bit i don't i don't <laughs> know i don't think important. i don't even think it's a tiny bit i think it's a whole lot it's it's the whole thing mm. yo i heard you like puppets so i put puppets <laughs> on my puppets, puppets. <laughs> yeah mm. Mm. and it lets them let them experiment with different mediums we get some shadow puppets and stuff like that which i actually really liked as well yes so. yeah i mean the whole thing was done really well like they're very f- finely crafted puppets They've obviously, mm-hmm. they've obviously put all those hundreds of trying to good use. They've made some good art. <laughs> yeah, too. exactly. And they even uh, made uh, a jingly bell hat for Hub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, uh, in the castle of the crystal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no. Legion <laughs> of Doom uh music uh the the the, the castle of the crystal uh the emperor and the general uh uh go to the artham is that that's yes that's the, the artham yeah yes yeah. nest yeah. and and make contact with hey guess what uh surprise they're horrible mm-hmm. bug monsters uh it's they're also a hive mind because of course they are uh the hive mind known as the ascendancy and cue flashback it's... to uh labyrinth mm-hmm. That's yep. all I that's yeah. all I could think of yeah. the entire oh, yeah. time. I'm oh, like, yeah. I, I, they went mm-hmm. too hard. They went too hard on this, and I just see a bunch of creepy hands. Yeah, yeah. they are. Uh, it is. Mm, it's so creepy when the, when they speak and like the multiple bodies form the mouth and stuff. <laughs> I I I I especially appreciate the slow one that's not on the mm. ball that says it yeah. says everything late. I think that's actually a really nice detail. <laughs> makes me makes me chuckle every single time it happens. Um yeah. yep. dude's yep. got bad pain. <laughs> yep, when you wanna when you wanna uh when you wanna have a conversation with evil insect hive mind, you just uh you just have a bunch of uh, uh, spider boys just uh, form creepy uh, faces uh, mm-hmm. that 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 cause Super Mario Brothers two uh, mask PTSD. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, they say uh, the emperor makes a deal, saying that he will uh, return 
the their ancient home to them uh mm-hmm. if they defend the skexies as their personal guard and the ascendancy agree to it only for the general to uh remark afterwards that uh the uh their home has been ruined by the dark mm. being and the yeah, emperor yeah. is like Meh. no that's a little too, <laughs> that's a little too palpatine that's a little too that's on the little, nose yeah that's a little too palpatine uh, <laughs> of a of a laugh but he's like yes yes uh, um and that is what's going on in the castle of the crystal nothing good mm. Oh, he also sucks. He also sucks some more. Uh, He also pulls a little more darkening juice into his crystal. Is that a crystal shard? That is a crystal shard. It is in his staff. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, He's like, "Mm, gotta gotta get this evil juice out (laughs) of the planet. Um, Mm. (laughs) uh, Yeah. Oh Oh, yes, and then got some in my nose. Yep, uh, yep, and that's why yeah. I've got no nose. Um, and uh, uh, the Ascendancy also says that they will a, a particularly powerful Gelfling uh, for uh, their their nefarious scheme to help uh, the Skeksis mm. win this rebellion. Uh, I wonder who it could be. Mm-hmm. It's unnamed guard. Uh, <laughs> yep. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> um, so let's see. Then we get we get back to our wonderful puppetry show. Um, uh, the the duo there, the heretic and the wanderer, reveal that uh, there's a special weapon called the dual glaive made to deal with the Skeksis problem. Uh, and so Elfling must rise up and wield it and. Get rid of the Gelfling. Uh, go, go get rid of the Gelfling. Keep the Gelfling. Get rid of the Skeksis, <laughs> and everything will be everything will be good forever. And Rian stands up and says, "I will wield the dual glaive." And I'm Rian ready. Says, we'll save the Gelflings. I'm ready. It's like, yeah, Deep Deep's there to support everyone, as she always is. I love Deep. She's the best. Uh, and the Heretics goes up, oh, but we uh we don't actually have that. We yeah, we don't have it. You have to go get it. Yeah. Why would they give it to us? We're heretics. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why would we have it? No, we've we've hidden it. We've hidden it in a place that the three sons um, could never see. And yes. It's hidden away in the in the deep, and then Deeth's just like, oh, the the, the caves of Croc. Yeah. Yeah. No, hmm, that sounds familiar. He's very. Seth. <laughs> uh, Say it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But uh, guess who's back? Back again. It's everyone's favorite. It's Skek Mao. He's here again. Because nothing good can ever come from uh, an extremely fast Skeksis. Um, Yep. Yep. It's just. Why is he so fast? He's so quick. General Grievous. He really is. It's because he, those... he keeps the arms out. He can balance himself properly and stuff. Yeah. Uh, yes, Skekmal uh, uh, catches up with the Rikir? Rikir? Rikir. 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 
that ferried uh, ferried our party to the Circle of the Sun, demanding no t- demanding to know where Rian Rian is. Uh, he is denied that information and throws uh, uh, floppy gelflings off of cliffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Uh, and eventually and eventually gets the information that he desires and Mm -hmm. heads towards the uh, circle the sun and then and then uh, and then in stone in the wood, Farah gets ready for for the big war, the big battle with the Skeksis, uh, and and people are saying, "No, we we need to flee and and survive." And 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 Farah's like, "We've got this. We're the we're the warrior cast. Mm-hmm. We're good." Yeah, yeah. And then Mother Agra. Mother Agra shows up. Oh, that's mm. right. I forgot she does. I Pretty forgot important. what she does here. <laughs> doesn't she? Doesn't she just? Doesn't she just yell at people? Well, I mean, that's Mother all every scene. But. Yeah. Well, she she specifically um, tells uh, Madrafara that you guys just need to go go survive. Oh you know, yes. Just do not do the rebellion. You need to go hide. And um, uh, she specifically, I think, tells her because uh, Mother, or no, Mother Madra is saying that oh, no, we're, we we're capable. We'll just go defeat the Skeksis. We'll lead all the Gelfling. This will be no problem. You know, we'll we'll yeah. take care of this mess. Um, and this is it's for Thra. And then Agra counters her that the the Skeksis aren't part of Thra. You guys are. You, mm. need to, you need to prioritize your survival, and then the there's already a plan in motion. These Skeksis will be dealt with, um, and of yeah. course that that doesn't uh, assuage um, Madra Farah. She's like, okay, well, who's going to do that? Who's who's going to take care of it? Because she wants to know the plan, and of course, Mother mm. um, Agra is well. Nobody knows the full plan. I don't even know the whole because <laughs> it's it's a little complicated. All right, just. Just mm. trust in the force, and everything will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, does not go over well, and so no. uh, Agra takes her leave, and the um, the Stonewood begin their march to victory. <laughs> yes, mm. it doesn't it doesn't get very far. They get about a few feet. No, the um, yeah, that they're still in the village. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when when things go awry. Mm. Uh, yes, uh, I I can never remember the third sister's name. Um, uh, Tavra. Yeah, Tavra. Tavra. Uh, yes. And Tavra arrives, and she's got a a the hottest new Gelfling fashion accessory. A cloak. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah. no a horrible face parasite. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yes, Those and the, season. the body parasite. I, I was trying mm. to think of. It's not the logistics, but what 
it's being represented here because the Erethim wanted the strongest of the Gelfling prisoners sent to them. Yes. Mm. So did they did they have to make all of the little parasites using her? I I was like trying to figure out. Yeah. I that's what totally. I think is it's it's vague. They don't go into it. I yeah. don't think they're going to. Mm. But that's the only conclusion I could draw was she was used to breed the parasite things. I I yeah. interpreted it as uh we needed we needed the the gelfling with the strongest constitution so that we could break <laughs> it. And that all, mm. since we're a hive mind, all the rest of instantly be able to, to take over whatever Gelfling they attach themselves it, to. It could be. I mean, that I don't think that that's any less valid. Because my the, the one issue mm. I did have with what um, what the Arathim are capable of doing with these parasites, it feels like it was a plot hole in regard to if... If they could do this, and there's not a limitation on it, because it's not showing us a limitation on this, uh, and they were at war with the Skeksis, why wouldn't they have just mind parasited the Skeksis? Mm. Ah. Was what I came oh. up with. So, if if what you're saying is more true to the point where they have to have, like, a baseline, mm. that, that, like, like, there's a limit to mm. what they can mind control. Um. That still puts even uh, Tavra below Skeksis, like, with mental fortitude. And I don't know if that would be the case. Particularly given Mm. all, like, specific examples of the Skeksis. They're not not the best uh, at all times with with their, uh, their mental fortitudes, I don't think. It it could across the board anyway. Right. It yeah. could also be a matter of, of of because they're not indigenous to Throb because they are not part of Throb that they are yeah. It, essentially. Yeah. I don't think it's a question we get mm-hmm. answered, but um no. that's that's just what I was like, well, why wouldn't they just do that? And you know So yeah, that could be very well it that they, mm-hmm. they they can't mind control things outside of Throb, but we don't we're not given that kind of like depth in into insight of what the Arathim are capable of. Right. Um, but we've got evil mind control Tavra who <laughs> who who walks into the scene and recreates uh, a, a sequence that I'm sure has played out in Cameron's home numerous times. Uh, <laughs> uh, once or twice, yes. <laughs> Actually it happened right after I moved here, so <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, a strange woman walked into your home, opened a cloak, and dropped a bunch of spiders in the middle of your floor and left. Yeah, um, yeah it's more common yes. than you'd think. That's that's horrifying <laughs> in its own way. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's host to like dozens of these the, the baby Arathim. Mm. Except for they're like... Yeah. <laughs> They're a little bit more organic, like they're kind of flower, like little flowers with legs. Yeah, yeah. They feel clearly related, but feel like a weird subspecies. That that's also because there isn't isn't any ex ex 
explanation given to like all of the various forms and types of the erythem. Yeah. It's unclear mm-hmm. if they're creating things, if these are just subspecies. Uh, it's yeah, there's yeah, a we lot don't, of we stuff. don't know if they're part of the life cycle of the erythem or if there's something that the erythem just made or use. But regardless, mm-hmm. she's host to a bunch of nasties and it's it's pretty horrifying. Like this is not a pleasant scene. Um, no, in, in like yeah. in any any shape or form. Um, yep, because they like to latch onto your face. Um, not even like a like a face hug away. Just just big old big old wine mark on the side of uh, on the side of your head, and and no more will. So they just lead the they just pied piper the gelfling away. After <laughs> literally after afterwards, um, and uh, of course, as soon as as uh, they're parasitized, they are instantly mouthpieces for the ascendancy, uh, including yep. dual voices, which is, as everyone <laughs> knows, is really creepy and off putting, and every single time it's used in anything. Mm. Mm. <laughs> But wait, there's more because back at the Circle of the Sun, um, the, the hunter has arrived and immediately throws a knife into the heretic's hand because <laughs> he clearly doesn't like him very much. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a there's a big battle. Rianne pulls out a sword, which is immediately broken by the <laughs> hunter. Uh, hmm. <laughs> uh, um, missing. Uh, um, the the heretic towel Bria. She needs to reactivate. So we skipped it right. But, um, he he. The heretic initially, Lore's job was done, so he deactivated him. Yes. Um, mm. But he tells Bria she should reactivate him because they're not in a condition to, like, fight off the Skekmal. Like, no no one's really strong enough at this point. Yeah. Because he's got a lot of swords and six arms. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, he, he, throws, he throws Hup away, uh, which mm. is very sad. Um, yeah. Yeah, he just he he smacked up across the room. Yep, one one go knocked right out. His spoon was no <laughs> to no avail. In fact, I think he mm. laughed at it. Yeah, 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 literally. Uh, and and right before Skekmal can uh, murder Rian and claim his trophy, uh, he, he is shot the chest with an arrow. <laughs> Because mm-hmm. the the um, the archer has arrived, how I don't know. I don't move <laughs> that fast. I don't believe yeah. it. But fine. He shot an arrow and grabbed on I, as it left the bow. Oh, that's 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 some adventures of Baron Munchausen nonsense, there, Cameron, and you know it. Yep. That is that also, by the way, listeners, that's a movie that we should probably cover at some point in the future. Mm. <laughs> I don't remember there being uh, any monsters in that one, though. Well, yeah, no, there is one. There's one good one, actually. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, it, it took a minute. It's It's been a minute since I've seen that movie. <laughs> mm. 
We'll see. We'll um, put it on the 2020 docket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sounds good. <laughs> um so yeah, we uh we find out that uh Mystics and Skeksis are really, really connected still, not just that we share a common ancestry, same being if we hurt each other, it hurts us too. Yep. Um the, the, this is the archer's fate is to shoot the hell out of his worst half and suffer the consequences. But but alas, it is not enough to Skekmal will not die. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't even uh, really I, slow him down, to be honest. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> uh and and uh and uh, but but given the setback. He he takes his leave while kidnapping Brea and and retreating mm. on uh, our 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 air manta, uh, mm. and and uh, Brea tells Rian not to worry about her to find uh, the glaive and and drops her jour- journal uh, uh, mm. on the floor to keep it out of his hand. And all I could think of this entire time was every time they mentioned the glaive, I'm like, do they have to go and pull it out of the lava? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Is it is it actually just two giant uh, shuriken? Because I'm down. I'm down with that. <laughs> uh, that'd be good. Uh, we I, we should we should probably put that on the 2020 docket. <laughs> probably because I you know what I'll I'll watch that this week <laughs> for everyone else. Crawl, watch crawl mm. because we mm. will also watch crawl again sometime. Yep. Great. We're just gonna go through like legend and crawl and just do gremlins, yeah. all of it. We're just we're gonna do like 80s month or something. <laughs> that would be pretty good actually which isn't any different than we normally do but you know we'll just yeah, really we'll, call, not, we'll call it out I mean we're, we're, <laughs> we're, we're literally talking about the Dark Crystal CV series we're, we're st- <laughs> Dave when we're not talking about the Dark Crystal we're talking about Thomas mm. Ligotti so yeah I think we're, <laughs> we're, we firmly ensconced ourselves in the 80s it's on brand it's always on brand oh yeah yeah besides Um, we already did the 60s and 70s so yeah yeah um but yeah that's where the episode ends everything's bad for everyone except for the Mm. stexies is how episode uh, six and seven and and um agra because that was a little oh, great, yeah. great yeah. bit. She's she's still mm-hmm. in the village. One of the um, Arathim parasites crawls up her robe and gets really <laughs> close to her face. And she just like grabs it and she's trying to take over mm-hmm. me. I can't even control myself <laughs> half the time. Yeah. Um, it's, it's good. It's good. Uh, good little throwaway line. It is. Mm-hmm. And then she acquires a new companion. <laughs> Yes, no. That's she, 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 she lets it go. But uh, I thought at first she was going to crush it, and then I was like, "That's not really in character." I don't think she would do that because she's mm. technically the the living embodiment of Thra, so she's probably not going to crush a creature of Thra. But she, she might yell at it. She'll yell at it. She'll she'll yell she'll yell at it quite a bit. Talking yeah. the submission. Complain um, complain at it. <laughs> yep. And uh, 
that brings us to the close of our discussion on uh, Dark Crystal Age of Resistance episode seven. Wait. Yes. Six, six, six and seven. Six, six and seven. seven. Uh, yeah. Gentlemen, what did you uh, think <laughs> of these two episodes? I think these are my two favorite episodes so far, just because of what they dealt with. And and mm. give, it's giving us not really world building, but like society building. It's showing us more of what uh, the Gelf, what everyone kind of values and, <laughs> and how those mm. values um, can be twisted. Right. To yeah. suit their own selves uh, and, and still also a few of these prejudices that they have to kind of let go and it's it's a good step toward unifying everything but the fact that th their quests can be like hampered at any moment so there's a real sense of danger and of anyone just kind of dying like you don't normally get that mm. with this sort of thing but you feel like nobody's really safe right yeah. So it's yeah. good it's good tension, good dramatic tension going on. Mm, yeah, absolutely. I think I'd have to agree. Uh, I really enjoy Gelfland game uh, and I hope it continues. <laughs> uh yeah, I, I would I would also put these uh very high in the rankings of the various episodes. Um and of course we got the world's best puppet show slash stage play. So how else could I what else could I complain about? It was so good. <laughs> yes i would agree these are, are two very very strong episodes uh yes and i will agree with dave it gives us a lot of nice little insight into uh gelfling culture um in in a fairly natural non-expository way which i always uh, appreciate um, yes, these are these are good episodes, and there's a there's a, a puppet puppet show because yeah. puppets doing puppetry. So <laughs> if you wanna if you wanna watch the Jim Henson Company go all out on hey we had been doing it forever, um, <laughs> highly highly recommended episode. Uh, six by Gelfling Hand and episode seven, time to make my move. I, I <laughs> put the ellipses. I put the ellipses in the wrong place that time. Um, and that's that's our discussion on the Dark Crystal. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Thank you, gentlemen, for uh, joining. Uh, uh, joining together into one oh man what would i mean there's, no, there's the shame no. gray at, nope we're not we're not even <laughs> we're, not, we're not we're not imagining the erskex version of ourselves no no because all i can think of it's just gonna go horribly wrong and it's gonna be just a fusion nightmare because that would be on brand <laughs> Because there's only there's only one true thing from the stars, and it would just not be good. 
Dave Cameron, open open your front doors. Okay, so I uh, bought fly teleporters for all of us so we could meet up. You made it even worse. <laughs> we're all you gonna just... use them all at the same time. Uh, oh man! All right, I'm done with this bit. Dave, <laughs> where can people find you online? You can find me on Twitter at sentinot underscore plus. Uh, Cameron, how about yourself? Uh, you can find me on Twitter as well at night underscore twitten. That's night without a K. Uh, follow me for cooking pics and cat pics. That's what you'll get. <laughs> and Leonard. Yes, you can uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dr. Faust is dead, all one word, no uh, underscores, nothing. And you can also find me on YouTube, or not me specifically, but my video content <laughs> on YouTube. Oh, that'd be real dark. That's a real dark, that's a real dark feature. Uh, you can find my video content on YouTube uh, at also uh, by searching mm. for Dr. Faust is dead. Um, and mm. I want to thank, I th well, I mean, I want to, and I believe, believe my co-hosts do as well, want to thank you all for listening to a, another episode of Monster Dear Monster. Uh, uh, join us next week as uh, Dave and I will continue our look into the works of Thomas Ligotti. Uh, in uh, oh, Dave, I forgot the book. Uh, what's the book? Um, <laughs> Grim Scribe. <laughs> uh, songs, songs of a dead dreamer yeah. and Grim Scribe. <laughs> <laughs> that one. Also, we'll begin a short um discussion of Ligotti's philosophy, philosoph philosoph philosophical oh, yes, right. works. Um. <laughs> And yeah, so it will be a wonderfully uplifting and um, joyous episode. <laughs> so happy. Yeah. So happy. Uh, yeah. But well, the, fo the following week, we will return to Dark Crystal. And like this one, I believe it will behoove us to look at episodes eight and nine. We will save mm -hmm. 10 for a wrap up. Uh, in addition to the making of documentary that is also on Netflix. So that will, uh, yes. that will yeah. fully cover good. everything Age of Resistance. And um, I will remember to look up a bits and pieces from the prologue comics, probably. Excellent. Don't hold me to that. <laughs> or remind me. If you remind me, then I'll remember. Mm. Uh, yeah. that's, I think that that's it for today. Yes. Mm, very good. Thank you for listening, and we will we'll we'll share some time again soon. Wow, that sounded like a threat. Uh, <laughs> it's like, it's Legati. It may be threatening. Um, yes. Yeah. Bye bye, y'all. <laughs> Ciao. Bye.